Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this blessed opportunity to be in your presence. Speak to us in a way that will understand. Bless our time together in the name of Jesus. Fill us with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that we will know how to walk in your grace in the name of Jesus. We thank you and bless you in Jesus' name. Bless every ear that is hearing me today and bless every eye that is seeing me today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Proverbs chapter 20 is the piece of scripture we want to start from today. We are continuing our discussion from this book, Seeing and Hearing. Amen. Jesus said, blessed are your ears for they hear and your eyes for they see. Amen. So you are blessed when your eyes can see and you are blessed when your ear can hear. Amen. Do we still have copies available? All right. We have copies. Oi, what a blessing. Wow, you have copies available. Just one. Why are you giving it to this guy? There's something. Oh, okay. Okay, because he has one. Are you giving another one? He wants to see twice and hear twice. <laughs> what a blessing. <laughs> verse, verse 10, verse 10. Verse 12, actually. Amen. So, as you see and you hear, great things will happen to you. Today, as you are here, you are hearing. As you are here, you are seeing. Expect great things to happen to you. Amen. I read the scripture, Proverbs twenty twelve. The Bible says that, Proverbs twenty twelve. you are there now and you've just left that place and gone to another place. It says, the hearing ear. And the seeing eye, the Lord had made them both. Amen. Amen. It means the ear that hears and the eye that sees is God who has made them. Amen. Amen. Which means you can have ears that don't hear. And you can have eyes that don't see. Amen. Amen. Jesus said to the children of Israel, until you say, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord, you will not see the glory of God. So, they were with Jesus, they were with him. But he says, something has to occur to you as you are seeing. It means you have to see in a particular way and hear in a particular way, which will cause you to say that this person that I'm seeing, he is blessed because he comes in the name of the Lord. Then you will now see the glory of God. So, how you see... And how you hear makes a great difference in your life. So Jesus said, be careful, take heed how you see. Or take, no, he said, take heed how you hear, which is to say, be careful how you hear. I read to you last week from Mark chapter, I think, 4, 11 and 12. Jesus said, they were asking, why does he speak to the people in parables? When he knows that they don't understand what he's saying. A parable is a story with a very important lesson. 
that can change your life. Do you get it? But they were asking, why does he speak to the people in parables when he could have just spoken to them in normal words for them to understand? And when he said it, he Jesus said to them, to you is given to know the mystery of the kingdom. But to them, they are spoken to in parables. Then he explains why in verse 12. He said, that seeing they may see and not perceive and hearing they may hear and not understand. Because if they hear and they understand or they see and they perceive, they will be converted, they will change, and their sins will be forgiven. Which means something good will happen to them if they were to see. If they were to see and perceive and they were to hear and understand, something good will happen to them. So to keep them in their problem, they are spoken to in parables. So that they so your your ear and your eye, the function they perform is so critical to you that you shouldn't joke with them. Any change that will come into your life is based on how you hear or what you how you see. I told you last week that you come to school, whichever course you say you are reading, you come, a lecturer comes, speaks to you for a number of years, three years, four years, and based on how well you hear, you become a professional in something. So if it's an engineering course, they come, they just keep speaking to you. Speaking to you, every day you go, the lecturer talks. They keep talking to you consistently. And based on the talking to you and what you are hearing, your life changes. So you enter into the school as somebody who's just passed matric, then you come out as an accountant. You enter into the school as somebody who has just passed matric, then you come out as a doctor. You enter into the school as someone who has just passed matric, you come out as a human resource manager. Different professions. And you come based on what happened, they just kept talking to you, talking to you. You just keep hearing, hearing, hearing. So the more you hear, the more your life is advanced. And the more you see, the more your life. Children who can't talk, they can't talk because not because their mouths don't work, but because they can't hear. They can't talk because they can't hear. So if you can't hear, if you don't give yourself to hearing, you can't talk. I preach because I listen to preaching. I'm just, I, I was preaching in, in Marysburg right now. Just if you close your eyes and open, I was preaching there. Yeah, and now I'm preaching here. I mean, just, an, I'll just go back about an hour plus ago. I was preaching there powerfully like a house on fire. And I'm here again, preaching again. How did it happen? By listening, by listening. I just keep listening. So it's important that you listen. Or else you cannot, you cannot talk. And it's important that you see. Else your life cannot improve. Your life cannot advance. Hallelujah. That's why we are taking time to look at the blessings that come from hearing and seeing. And by the way, I may have used your school as an example. I've not used this as an example. I'm talking about hearing the word of God. That is listening to preaching. And listening to preaching, the entry level is when you listen to preaching when you come to church. Just as you have come to church. Sunday preaching. That's entry level. Then there's preaching that goes with you that you listen. That's with you. You listen all the time. Now, if you are struggling with just even listening to me whilst I'm preaching, then we can't even start with the greater things. Amen? Amen. If you are struggling, and, and I know when people become, come, come to God fresh, they struggle to sit down. For, it's like children. They are, they are, they are, concentration span is short. So small now, they want to do something. But as you are in church, you have to develop the art of listening and hearing. 
God's word. Then you get to where it's now. You have the word with you and you listen to it all the time. This morning, I mean, I was awake at dawn listening to preaching. Last night, I was listening to preaching. That's why I can talk to you. So I have so much to share with you because of what I've listened to. And I said, the ability, last, I'm just repeating what I said last week, the ability to hear and to see is given by God. That's why the Bible told us, Proverbs 20, 12, that the hearing ear and the seeing eye, God made all of them. God made it. That's why dead bodies, they have ears, they have eyes, but they can't see, they can't hear anything. It's not that like the ear has disappeared. It's there, but it can't hear. The eye is there, but it cannot see. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus said, blessed are your eyes, for they see. Blessed are your ears. For when your ears can hear, you are blessed. I see you being blessed by what you are hearing today. Hallelujah. Now, what are some of the blessings? Last week, we talked about one of the things that you get is wisdom. Bible says, a wise man will hear an increase in knowledge. How does he increase? By hearing. A wise man. Today, as I'm talking, if you're a wise man, what will happen to you? By the time we finish, your knowledge level would have increased. I believe I'm talking to wise people this morning. By the time the service finishes, you would have increased in knowledge. Because you can hear what is being said. It means you can hear and even hear it intelligently. Sometimes when I preach, I talk about relationships. You hear and hear intelligently, you will go forward. Last week I was at a camp, I talked about relationships. All my friends now, they, when they move with, they move with me carefully. It's like, <laughs> hey, this guy, <laughs> what is this that he's talking about? Why? They have increased in their knowledge and understanding. I was talking about the fact why you shouldn't rush into a relationship. Why you should take your time because in that, that time, not even, even if you're in a relationship, God is not trying to, say, trying to take away sex from you. He's teaching you how to control yourself. Yeah. And self-control is a skill that you need, not just for marriage or for sex. It's for, you need that skill for everything in your life. The ability to take, hold yourself back, although you can have something, hold yourself back till the time is right. So, by you... I explain to the people that so even even your your just being in a relationship, we won't have sex, we are controlling ourselves and everything, or I'll wait till the right time, get into a you are learning how to control yourself. So that when you now start working for the government, you won't take money that doesn't belong to you. You control yourself. Although the money is looking at you and nobody will see who took the money. You control yourself not to take the money. As I explain to them, hey, even now married people are asking me questions. <laughs> Oh, yes. They have increased in knowledge. So when a wise man hears, they increase. So when you don't hear, you don't increase in knowledge. You don't increase in wisdom. Your wisdom is, your wisdom is seen by the decisions you take in your life. And your wisdom is made up of how you hear and how you see. The things you have seen before and the things you have heard before. That's what makes your wisdom base. It forms your wisdom base. Yeah, if, if as a child, your parents used to say, oh, look, God blesses with the right and he blesses with your, the left. You grow up thinking that stealing is good. Thank you very much. You grow up thinking that stealing is good. 
Because you, your mantra, your understanding of life is that God blesses with the right, which means the right way that you are working. And, you get, and then he also blesses with the left, which is the one that nobody's. That's why the whole country is filled with cold drink. Every problem can be solved by cold drink. Every problem can. If, he, if the president has a problem, he can use a cold drink to solve it. Oh, yes. Because that's how we have grown. So the wisdom is based on what we have been hearing. That's why you must hear the word of God. So that you can have the right kind of wisdom. So you increase in knowledge and wisdom. Today, let me share just one or two with you before we go home. Next one, wisdom, hearing and seeing. Hearing and seeing prevents you from becoming good for nothing. When you hear and you see, it will prevent you from becoming good for nothing. Good for nothing is a polite way of saying useless. I say it again in Zulu. I say good for nothing is a polite way of saying useless. So when you hear and you see, it prevents you. It stops you from becoming a useless person. Let me read a scripture to you from the book. That's why you must get a copy of the book. So we all page through it. It says in Jeremiah chapter 13, the, the fourth verse, reading from the fourth verse, it says, God was speaking to the prophet. He said, take the girdle that thou hast got, which is upon thy loins, and arise, go to Euphrates, and hide it there in a hole of the rock. So I went and I hid it by Euphrates, as the Lord had commanded me. And it came to pass after many days that the Lord said unto me, Arise, go to Euphrates, and take the girdle from thence, which, which I command thee to hide there. Then I went to Euphrates, and digged, and took the girdle from the place where I hid it. And behold, the girdle was mad. The ghetto was, the word mad is the ghetto was destroyed. It was profitable for nothing. The ghetto, which I had gone to hide there after a few days, it was destroyed and it was profitable for nothing. Let's go on, verse 8. That said, then, then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, That said the Lord, after, them, after this manner will I mar the pride of Judah. And the great pride of Jerusalem, this evil people which refuse to hear my words. They refuse to do what? Hear my words, which walk in the imagination of their hearts and walk after their gods and serve them and worship them. Shall even be as this girdle, which is good for nothing. Now, these people, God was bringing a great problem over them. A great curse over them. He said, I will do the same thing that I've done to this ghetto. A ghetto, ladies, you know what a ghetto is, ne? It was, it was used, it's like, you, if you see, uh -huh, thank God the queen, not that thank God the queen is dead, but thank God we are talking about, I mean, how can we thank God that the queen is dead? I mean, how? That's the only queen we know. Why are you forcing me to say something that I wasn't planning to say? 
I meant thank God for the example of the queen. When you look at the British and all the old, you see they wear some type of dress that must stand up. That's why today when you buy something on Take a Lot, eBay, all these places, their dresses, when they come, you wear it, you see that it's not the same. Because you ordered the dress, but you didn't order the wind that holds. So when you wear, you see that it's not like what was advertised. You should have ordered the wind as well. For the wind to be blowing and for it to do that. Yeah. In those days, they knew. So they used to use what we call girdle. It's something you put around your waist. That holds the whatever you are wearing up. Yeah, that's why I said take it from your loins. Do you see? So now, when God told the prophet to take it and go and hide it, then told him to go and bring it after many days. When he went to take it, it was what? It was destroyed. Then God said, I was trying to show you what will happen to these people who don't listen to my words. That's what will, they will also be destroyed just like them. Now, God gives five dis- descriptions. He said, number, those who don't hear, he said, one, they are evil. He said, this evil people, people who don't listen, people who don't hear, they are evil. When, you, when, when we are preaching and the people don't listen, the God describes you as an evil person. Describes you as an evil person. It says, they walk in the imagination of their hearts. That's the second thing, that, that second description. These people that walk in the imagination of their hearts. Number three, they walk after other gods. Then number four, they serve other gods. And number five, they worship other gods. You thought it wasn't five, it's five. This is the description of the people. And it says, because they, and the, the problem is not, all these things are, these five things, evil people walking the imagination of their hearts, walking after other gods, serving them, worshiping, they are a result of not listening to the word of God, of not hearing the word of God. When people don't hear the word of God, they walk in their own imagination. And when you walk in your own imagination, the conclusion is that you become good for nothing. Good for nothing. You can't be used for anything. Good for nothing. Good for nothing. Good for nothing. That's what you become. I've been a pastor for so many years. Just as I've been in the church for so many years. Serving the Lord and working in the church. And I've seen different people. At least if I've not pastored at all. I've been pastoring since 1999. Yeah, nine, not two, th- no, 1999. Pastoring human beings. Pastoring African human beings. Pastoring British human beings. Pastoring American human Any type of human beings you can think about. Think, so, it's African people are like that. British people. Today is September 11th. You, I, could have, I could have easily died in that September 11th attack. Yeah, I was telling the church in PMB. I mean, I, my mother called me with fright. Yeah, on the day, 21 years ago. Pastored all these people. And I've watched over the years. Those who have time for the word of God, listen to it, read it, watch it, take it seriously. They amount to something. Those who don't, they just, I, I, I saw somebody's picture on Facebook yesterday. That is the day before today. I saw their picture. The person is at the beach. Do you get it? And when I saw the picture, I said, wasted life wasted life. Because as I look at this lady, I've seen myself, this person should have been a pastor in the church by now. 
doing something great with her life. But today, there are three children, no different, I mean, it's like different parents, not parents, different fathers. Different, walking, and life, the life has just become a life of uselessness. Nothing. And sometimes even the uselessness, we put it on social media. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, yes. When you don't give yourself to the word of God, listening to it, reading it, seeing it, hearing, watching it, videos, the end is uselessness. Because you watch in the imagination. What are the imaginations of your heart? Even you, some of the things you imagine you, when you, hey! Hey! Shoo! You know when you see, you tell yourself, shoo! It's, it's like we, we all have these imaginations. It's when we come in contact with the word of God as it, as it is being preached, then we just we make adjustments. We make adjustments. We make adjustments. We make adjustments. We make adjustments to what how we are planning to run our lives. We make adjustments to it. That's how come we are becoming something. So God said, You will become like this girdle, this girdle that is broken and spoiled. And the end result is that it is good for nothing. You can't use it for anything. Sometimes people even come to church for show, just to come and go, just to come and go. I've learned over time not to be interested in such people. Oh, before long, I've removed you from my. I mean, nice. whether you come or not, it doesn't change anything in my life. I'm more interested in those who want to know God, want to have time for the word of God to grow. I'll rather put my effort there. Yeah. Because you are coming, you are not hearing, you are not listening. You are not hearing anything. What is the use? Why waste time? Why waste time and energy? When I could have spent that same time on the person sitting next to you and the person will become something useful. Why should I waste time on a good for nothing one? Hey, pastor, is that not wickedness? It's wickedness. Yes, wickedness of yourself to yourself. Say amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Now say amen in Zulu. Amen. <laughs> Put your hands together for Jesus. So give attention to hearing God's word and hearing God's word every day. That's why we have podcasts that we can hear the word of God every single day. The prophet is preaching. Even as I'm here, I joined the flow, the, this morning's flow service. Oh, I joined it and went through it. Then I went to preach. Then I've come to preach again. Yes. In addition, tonight, if there's a crusade, we'll join the crusade again to hear more of the word of God. And thank God for technology. You know, when I was like you many years ago, we didn't have all these technology, technology things. So before you can get a preaching to listen to, somebody has to come to where you are. Yeah, somebody. I remember, I remember in London, we always used to pray, somebody should come from Ghana. Somebody should, oh God, let somebody come. Oh God, let somebody come. Oh, when somebody says, I'm coming, please bring us some tapes. Bring us, that's what we'll be crying for. You will think we'll be asking for this, for that. No, no, no. Bring us some tips. 
Yeah, we sometimes will go all the way to Heathrow Airport to meet somebody because the person is passing to go somewhere. He never come to where you are. So you go and meet the person at Heathrow Airport and collect the tips and then say goodbye to the person. That's how difficult it was. The word of God was cast in those days. Today in our time, the word of God is a click of a button away. You just touch on your phone and boom, that's it. You hear something. Surprisingly, in this time, rather, that's when people don't want to listen to the word of God. In the, Bob Marley said, Bob Marley chapter 14 verse 13. Bob Marley said, in the abundance of water, the fool is thirsty. Rat race. If I check your Bible, you will see Bob Mali chapter 14, verse 30. It says, in the abundance of water, when there's a lot of water, surprisingly, the fool is thirsty. Today, that the word of God is a lot all over the place. It's easy, just a click. No, a click away. That's when people don't even listen to the word of God. That's, that's the time. That's the time people don't listen to the word of God. That's the time. People don't listen to that. And when I talk about people, I'm talking about you and I. No, don't be thinking of Abantu, Abantu in town. So, Bishop is talking about the taxi drivers in town. I'm talking about you. And you. And especially you. Say amen. Yeah. That's the time people, important that's the time people don't listen to. I dare you. When was the last time you heard the word of God? Last Sunday. Last Sunday. Those of you didn't come to church there two weeks ago. Check your word account, hearing of God's word account. You check your personal account. When was the last time? It was the last time you came to church. That's why Bob Marley said what he said. In the abundance of water, the fool is thirsty. Rat race. Hallelujah. I think I'm making myself clear. I can't even go home. I'm in a comfortable lead. Yeah. I think today is hot because I'm coming from PMB, ne? Sorry, you are forgiving. You are, all, you are all new believers. You are forgiving. You are forgiving. <laughs> Forgive me. Sorry, it's not your fault. Because uh-huh. I'm sure you are wondering, what did we do to this guy? Uh, Where is our pastor? <laughs> Where is our pastor? This is not our regular host. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I preach in PMB, that's why. So I'm at that. <laughs> It's a pressing game. It's a high-intensity game. (laughs) Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. So may you become good for something. May you become useful for something. And this girdle is not profitable for anything. So God wants you to be profitable for something. Profitable. That's why it says, hear God's word. Giving. Hear God. Become somebody who listens to God's word. Yeah, and we all can do. We have time to listen to music. We have time to watch series. We have time Game of Thrones. We have time to watch GOT. One, two, three, four, season one, season two, season three, season four, season 44, season 88. And every season has different episodes. Episode one, episode two, episode three, four, three. We watch and then what you didn't understand, maybe because of the English or something, you rewind and watch again and this is the eye. Oh, yes. It means we have time. 
why don't you also listen to the word of God again and again and again and again and again and again and again? If you can make one hour to hear the word of God every day, your life will change dramatically. And you can. You can take music and put it and you'll be just... Even sometimes, even it's not, there's no, so it's just some bit, boom, 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 boom. And you are surprised why when you are asleep, your head is moving. That's the reason. I'm surprised you are surprised that even in your sleep, your head keeps moving. Yeah, you are surprised. Then you are just listening, Galaga child. Galaga child. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you are asleep also, you see your head is moving. That's why, that's why you wake up tired. Because your head was moving throughout. Why don't you develop a new habit of listening to the word of God? Every day, listening to the word. God wants to do something good in your life. He can only do it through the word, through his word. Develop an appetite for it. You do some things because you develop an appetite for it. Mm. Do you know that if you have a lion and from birth you only give it milk, that's all it will know. It will never know that blood is nicer until it tastes its its first flesh or blood and its eyes will open. From that day it has developed an appetite for blood. So when they have them even when you go to the lion's place, you see they keep the cups in a cage. They allow you to go and walk there. They will never bite you. Because they don't know, they don't see you as food. Because they give them milk. So that's, milk is the food. They bite you because you are food. And some of you will be nice food. <laughs> but as soon as they taste blood for the first time, they remove them from that thing. They can't be there anymore. Or when the tourists come and they are walking there, bite everybody, eat everybody. Yeah. I remember when, when I had my, my I'm, 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 God has blessed me with two sons. My first son, or, yeah, my first son, we never gave him sweets. Never. He was around for a long time, never eating sweets before. They give him the normal, every food, normal children's food, no sweets. He was happy, he was okay. His world was fine. He was having his best life. Until one day we went to church. He was, he was about two years or something. Something or one and a half, something like that. He was at the back. Sitting there coolly, minding his own business. Then one of these church members. Who think they know everything in the world. Overzealous church members they went to this little boy who's doing well in life enjoying his life flourishing then they took out a sweet and then they took it out of the wrapper he was just watching the minding his own he wasn't even interested in it then this even that was enough to tell this overly zealous Jesus Christ type of church member to realize that don't give this thing to this child. They say, open your mouth. Then he put it in the little boy's mouth. So you could see from his face, what is this that you want to put in my mouth? Then when he touched his tongue, 
and he tasted it. I can, I can remember the look up till today. Look, his eyes open. His ears open, his eyes open, his nose open, his hair stood up. I'm sure he was seeing my, and he said, Oh, my parents have robbed me. <laughs> Two years of my life lost. Hey! No, 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 no. From that day, he started to eat sweets like sweets were going out of vogue or they were going extinct. Why? He developed an appetite for it. So, until now, you've not thought of it that I can listen to the word. Apart from Sunday, I can listen to the word of God every day. I can listen to it. But once you develop an appetite for it, oh, you cannot survive without it. Every day you want to listen to it. Every day you want to Every single day you want to listen. Even this preaching that I'm preaching, by tomorrow morning, it will be on my podcast. You can just click again and start listening to it again. You can say, oh, no, Bishop says something. I want to hear it again. Sometimes, usually, start. I want to hear the jokes again. I want to hear the jokes again. Or you go, you want to tell the story, but you don't remember all the details. So, I want to hear the story so I can tell it well. Then it's but gradually, God is hooking you in. God is hooking. By the time you realize you have become addicted to listening to the word of God, that can bring improvement. That can make sure that you don't become good for nothing. I see you becoming something great. I said, I see you becoming something great. Next one, let me give you one more before we close. I have 10 minutes before we close. We are going through the book. So even if we don't finish, you just read the book for yourself. All right. Number two. Seeing and hearing guarantees you a channel of receiving. It gives you a channel of receiving. Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3. It gives you a channel of hearing. A channel of receiving. Sorry, not hearing. Receiving. A channel of receiving. What is a channel of receiving? It means a way by which you receive things. Mm. A way by which you receive. Do you get it? Sometimes we don't receive things because the channel is blocked. There's some corrupt politician sitting somewhere who has blocked the channel. So the things that maybe even the government wants to give to us, it doesn't get to us. And when I say the things that the government wants to give, I'm not talking about money into your pocket, food. I'm talking about maybe roads, hospitals, things that will make our lives easier. But there's some corrupt, I don't want to say a Zulu politician, but a corrupt politician sitting somewhere who has blocked the channel. The word of God also, and what God wants to give you, there's a channel by which it comes to you. And that channel is from seeing and hearing. Therefore, thou art inexcusable, O man. It says, you don't have any excuse anymore, O man. Whosoever, whosoever thou art that judgest, for wherein, whosoever thou that, that, that judgest, for wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself. It says, when you judge somebody, you condemn yourself. For thou, thou that judges doeth the same things which you are judging somebody of. That's why you shouldn't be in a hurry to judge somebody. That's why you shouldn't be in a hurry to judge somebody. Amen. Amen. Because the thing the person is doing, 
it's more likely you are doing the same thing, maybe in another way. It's just presenting itself in a... So, she's a very jealous person. Meanwhile, maybe you two are showing jealousy in another area. It's just because it's presenting itself in a different way, you feel you are clean. And that person is a demon. Let's go on verse 2. This is just by the way. I said, hearing, hearing and seeing makes you increase in knowledge. So, this is not even where we are going to, but at least you have learned something. Don't be in a hurry to judge somebody. Look, the mistake somebody is making today, maybe you are going to make it in 10 years' time. Oh, yes. Maybe you are going to make it in 10 years' time. You are judging your parents. My mother didn't do this. My father didn't do this. Look, finish parenting. When you become a parent and you finish it, then you can now say that my mother didn't do this or my father didn't do this. But when you have not been there, my father left me when I was a child. You, when you finish having your child, and you don't leave them, then you can't talk. Some of you even have children, you don't know that they exist. Oh, yes. Brothers, you are looking, you are looking on the ground. Look on the ground. Some of you, if it, it's because the girl has not told you. She, has, she looked at you, saw how you are broke, and she saw the other guy, this guy has something. So she has put it on the guy. Meanwhile, you are the one responsible. You let the child grow a little. You see the head, you see your head, same. Then 20 years time, he would do a DNA test and see that you are the maker of it. Then he'll say you have also abandoned him. But you are there busy complaining about. Some of you, your father is, your, your, your father is not involved in your life because of world peace. To save the world. Yes. How? It's a good question to ask. How many of you want to know how? Let me even give you a, let me not even explain, let me give you a true story. A lady was talking to me about the father not being involved, blah, 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 blah. So good. So I asked, I asked, how many siblings do you have? She, she said to me, my father lives in our area. Okay. I said, oh, yeah, good. So I said, how many siblings do you have? She said, oh, from my father's side. There are, I think, three or two or something. Three. Then there's me and my sister. No, there's me. Then my sister is not. So I asked, how about your sister? So it's not my father's. So then I said, oh. So how did are the other siblings older say yes? I said, okay, now let me explain to you. To start with, your father was with that woman. Husband and wife happy in their house. Then your mother came up. She came up in the area and shook her body in a certain way. Uh, br- brothers, how many of you, when a botox passes, it's almost like it's calling you? Like it's trying to send you a message? Yeah. Like when, when it's just passing, it's, it's not talking to you, it's passing. But it passes in a certain way. That calls your attention. Now, how about if it is intentionally shaking towards you? So I, 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 so I told this girl that your mother came along and then she shook it in a certain way. From that day, your father couldn't think straight again. 
Even when he's asleep, his legs are kicking, kicking, kicking. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Then she, he fell for it. Then you came up. But if he's to bring you to his house, confusion in the house. Yeah. And fresh confusion in the house. Totally. So for there to be peace in the world, be there and I'll also be here. Yeah. But when you, you have done it successfully and there was no problem, then you can now say that my father didn't do this, my father didn't do that, or my mother didn't do this, my mother. when you have done it successfully, but until then, Sometimes even it's because of our talking, so God makes sure that it happens to us so that we can learn from it. Because for any evil thing can happen to you. God just creates a wall. That's why when Satan was going to tempt, destroy Job, he said to God, have you not made a hedge around him? You remove the hedge and see what I will do to him. Then God said, okay, let me remove the hedge. Then boom, that same day, Job's children died, his business died, his everything goes for. It was just left with he and his wife. As soon as God removed the head, you are the way you are because God has put a head. If he takes it away, boom. You let's go on back to what we are saying in English. But we... <laughs> no, where, where are you? No, Romans 3. Why are you in Romans 2? Romans 3. But it has given us a good lesson. Is that not so? Are you not glad you heard that? So don't judge anybody. Don't judge the pastor. And why did the pastor say, don't look on your phone? That when you are a pastor, you may do worse. You'll be there. You may do. Romans 3. And why are the people who are doing the media not changing the words quickly? The day you are there, even maybe the whole thing will go off. Instead of criticizing them, pray for them. The day you are sitting there, you see the whole thing has gone off. We don't even know what to do. As soon as they say, where are the words? You start crying like a baby. <laughs> Yeah. Let's go. Verse 3. You forget about this. We have already talked about somebody's verse 1. So let's go. We have five minutes left. Verse 2. <laughs> Not revelation. Romance. <laughs> Clap for the media people. Clap for. They are doing their best. It says... Be watchful. Let me read from the book. Be watchful and strengthened and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember therefore how thou hast received and had. Revelations. It's still Revelations, not Romans. You have the book. Look in the book. The scripture is in the book. Clap for the pastor. Clap for the pastor. It says, remember how you have received and heard. How you have received. Each time you hear, you get a channel to receive. As you are hearing me right now, you are hearing wisdom. You are hearing, you are getting counsel. As I'm talking, you see, some of you have already you have already risen against your parents for maybe things that they did not do, or things that you perceive that they could have done but have not done. 
You have already risen against them in your heart, in your mind. Some of you have even verbalized it. Yeah. You, but as I'm talking now, you are getting counsel. You are getting advice. That, no, 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 no. Parent? No. No. As I'm judging them now, I'm judging myself 20 years from now. Maybe yours will be even a wilder scale. Wilder scale. So you are getting you are you are getting counsel. So this is how you receive. This is how God gets to you. As the word is coming, counsel is coming. To counsel means advice. Mm. Bible says, in the multitude of counselors, there's safety. When there are a lot of people giving advice, you are safe. He said, by counsel thou shalt wage good war. When you are going to warfare, it's through advice that you 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 fight properly. Without good advice, you will just be defeated. But as you are listening to me now, advice is coming to you. Because many of you are young, the bulk of the advice has to do with schoolwork and relationships. Schoolwork, why? Because that's your current, your primary occupation. That's what you do. That's what you have to do well in. Many of you, if you were not in school, you won't be in church today. It's because of school. School is the beginning point for you to be in church. If you are not in, you'll be in Josini. What, what, I've never even been to Josini before. Maybe I've been to Josini before. I don't even, Josini is on the way to Mozambique, ne? Is it on the way? Or it's off the way? On the way. Then maybe I've passed through Josini before. I don't know. Because I've been to Mozambique a couple of times. But we wouldn't, where would I find you? Nowhere. But school. So take your school seriously. I explained to you that when we say something is your occupation, it means it occupies you. It cannot occupy 20% of your time. And you say it's your occupation. It's a hobby. I say it again. It's a hobby. When it occupies 20, 20% of you. If it's your occupation, it must occupy. We can't say you are your hair. Your hair occupies just a small, a minute portion of your whole human being. We can't say you are your hair. When we say something, it means it occupies you almost completely. So you say you are a student. Studying must occupy you about... 70 80 percent of your time should be used for studying. I am the one who told you, you didn't know before. Stop saying, mm, like, oh, you and I, you and I came up with it. It's like, oh, we came up with it. I told you, we are not co authors. The copyright is mine, patent copy. I told you that it has to occupy you, that it takes so much of your time. That's what it has to do. So that's number one. Then the number two thing is the main challenge of our time because we are young. It's our flesh. Do you get it? It's our flesh. That's why the Bible says, flee, flee from what? Youthful lust. When you are youth, when you are young, there's a certain lust that is in you, which is the flesh, to gratify your sexual desires. That's your main challenge. Not witchcraft. Not muti. That's why I don't give you much advice about muti. No. To gratify if you're a girl, it's like, oh God, give me a guy. If you're a guy, oh God, give me a couple of girls. That's it. A couple of them. Now, a couple doesn't necessarily mean two. A couple of means a couple two plus. Two or more. Tell your neighbor two or more. So that's why the advice generally is also in that area. In this church, if you go, they'll be talking about relationship. God is trying to save you from yourself, from you destroying yourself. That's why he's giving you, it's your way to receive counsel. A lot of beautiful girls don't get married. I close with this one because my time is up. No, it's not my fault. My time is up. I close with A lot of beautiful girls don't get married. I'll tell you why and then we'll go home. 
I'm sure you want to know why. Okay, come next week, I'll tell you. <laughs> Stand to your feet, let's bring the service to a close. <laughs> okay, sit down and let me tell you. Since you are insisting, sit down and let me tell you. The reason is, the reason is simple. When you take a beautiful girl, she gets a lot of office. Do you get it? As a beautiful girl. So, from when she's little, everybody, the father will be calling her angel. Meanwhile, she's even demon possessed. Anyway. <laughs> Princess. All these type of rosy names. Rose, rose. Flowers. Roseberry. Anything. Strawberry. Anything. Coffee berry. Anything. They'll be calling all these type of names. So, when she grows up, she feels she's all that. So, when her opportunities keep coming, she keeps turning them down. Always looking for something higher. I like the way you are excited. I like this guy. <laughs> you want to hear that? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> so she's always looking for. So you give her a seven. So I don't want to say I want an eight. Then you give her an eight. So I don't want an eight. I want a nine. Give her a nine. I want, one, I want a ten. You're always looking for something higher, higher. Until she gets to, she gets out of herself by date. Yeah. Every girl has a window within which somebody will choose you to marry. When you get out of that window, it becomes a national emergency, a spiritual problem. A state of national state of disaster. You are still beautiful. It's not like you that and when you explain to beautiful girls, they don't and they think, oh, are you saying I'll lose my beauty? No, 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 you'll be so still even you will even be more beautiful. Your beauty would have matured, it would have crystallized. Yeah. But now nobody can afford it. No marriable person can afford it. Those who can afford, they're already married. So they'll just be taking you for a ride. Smash and grab. Hit and run. One shot. Boom. Like that. That's all they'll be doing till you are wasted. But the ones who are Young can marry, you are above their pay grade. Yeah, even you have started to use makeup, all kinds of hair. They can't afford it. It's below, it's above their pay grade. They cannot, they can't maintain you. So when they look at it, mm, let me find this one who has an African cat. <laughs> Mama Africa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like this one. Look, I don't have to pay for saloon. I don't have to pay. She's wearing flops. I don't have to buy shoes. It's okay. I can maintain this one. Oh, if it the hair will go, I'll cut it myself. Then all the marriable people, they'll choose those ones because that's what they can afford. You can't go to the shop and pick something you can't pay for. So they take that one. Then here is Miss Beauty. She's just walking there. But still beautiful. But nobody can afford it. Anybody who can afford it cannot own it. So just take you for a spin. Rental. Take you for a spin and bring it. Take you for a spin. May you take your chance in your time. I've given you advice. So one day, don't bring it as a prayer topic. I won't pray about it. I'm telling you. <laughs> I won't pray about it. I'll just say, oh, okay, hey, let's believe God. When I go home, I'll go and drink Coca-Cola and sleep. Because I remember when I advised you. Yeah, when I advised you. When I advised you in this time. So as you hear the word of God, you hear advice. 
you hear direction. You receive even the power of God. You receive it through the word of God. But if you don't hear, how will the power reach you? May you become somebody who listens to the word of God all the time. All the time. Not just Sunday. Sunday after Sunday is not enough. If you were to eat every Sunday, only on Sundays, you will die before the next Sunday, knowing you how much you eat. So become somebody. We are introducing you to what we call podcast. Podcast. Pastor Lungani is sending it to all your phones. Download the app. Download the app. Download the, subscribe to the podcast. So that every day, when you go to Prophet's podcast, it, it is updated every single day. Every day there's a new message. You listen to it. Every, you just, usually those messages are the old messages we started with. So 50 minutes, 45 minutes, 1 hour, 10 minutes. That's all, 38 minutes. You list something has gone in every single day. Those are the messages that have made us what we are today. As you listen to them, you also become something great one day. Give your ear to it so that something will change in your life. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. Lift your hands to Jesus. Let me just pray with you. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted up. We pray for the grace. The grace to become addicted listeners. Hearers and seers of your word. In the name of Jesus. That our lives will become what you want them to become, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Out of this group, out of this congregation, make great people. Raise great people from this congregation, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Give us a special appetite to listening to your word, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray. I silence every other voice that is in our lives. And I say, let the voice of the Holy Spirit through the word of God reach everyone that is here, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Put your hand on your ear and your eye. I want to just pray that God blesses your ears and your eyes. So that's a way. Yes, on your eye. Father, I pray for every eye that is here and every ear that is here. Anoint them specially. Anoint the eye specially to see. Anoint the ear specially to hear your word in the name of Jesus. Remove the blockage. Remove the blindfold in every eye and the blockage in every ear today. And let there be a channel, an open channel by which we will receive. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. You are here this afternoon. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to invite Jesus into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. I want to pray with you. This is how your journey with Christ begins. Your walk with God, it begins from this place. It doesn't begin from going to church. It begins from asking Jesus to come into your heart to be your Lord and your Savior. So you are here like that. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Please pray with me. 
I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are. I will pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. I want to pray with you. If you are lifting, I lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Lift your hand above your head. I want to pray with you. Pastor, I don't want to go to hell. Please pray with me. If your hand is up, come to me. Come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. Come, I'll pray with you. Come. My sister, come. Don't be shy. Come. My brother, come. Come, come. I'll pray with you. Come, I'll pray with you. You lifted your hand. Come, I'll pray with you. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. I'll pray with you. You were here last Sunday. Is that not so? You, were, you come anyway. Since you lifted up your hand, you come anyway. Don't worry. Now, you see, because this church is a new church, everybody here has been where you are. Do you get it? But they sit now as though they are in the Bible. Like when you read the Bible, you see Moses. The Bible is talking about them. Don't mind them. They are just like you and I. They just came one week earlier than you. That's all. That's why anytime I can tell people, I just say, hey, what would this person say? Oh, I say, ah, why are you letting this guy who is not in the Bible come and deceive us? Okay, all of me too. Look, 26 years ago, I took this step. 26 years ago, I took this step. Do you get it? Yeah. Pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Now lift up your finger like this. Look at me. Lift up your finger like this. And lift it with confidence. Don't be afraid. No, don't lift it like you are answering because lift it like you are in a war. Say, Satan! Satan. You see, when you are giving somebody a warning, you don't say, no, no, no. They will think you are not serious. So mean it. Say, Satan! 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 Hear me! me. And hear me well. From today, I am a child of God. I no longer belong to you. I will no longer serve you. I will serve Jesus. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for these lovely people? Yeah. Wow. Father, thank you for these wonderful people. Watch them indeed with your blood. Write their names in the Lamb's book of life. From today, they are your children. Fill them with your spirit. Teach them every single day and use them to your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Wow, congratulations. 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 Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.